Just hit a button, Morty, give me a beat. Oh man, okay, alright, um... Ben and Dale, back here, Pocology Podcast, episode 6. Special guest in the building tonight, we'll keep that uh, low-key for now. How you doing, Dale? Well, week one, no hockey. Yeah, depression. Depression. Depression set in, but... Uh, Playoffs, OJHL playoff, quick update, couple upsets in the works. I'm not um, even following it. I am keeping keeping tabs, I'm but depressed. Uh, it's okay. It's okay. We we lost. We're out. There's been hundred feet of snow in the last oh, four yeah, days. Too. What day was it? One day last week, I was shoveling like six times. Yeah, my dad. And then he got the heroes with the snowblower. There should yeah. be a law <laughs> with the snowblower. You can't start it before like six a.m. Yeah, well, maybe even later, maybe like eight a.m. I live on a good street. My the guys on my street are nice about it. They don't start till at least eight thirty, nine o'clock, so we're good. But my dad, I'm like, hey, dad, can we get a snowblower? Like it's a lot of snow. Like every year, me and my brother ask him. I get a snowblower. You don't have to finish that story, and I guarantee you, the same thing happens here. Guaranteed. Wait, go ahead. So we ask, and I go, Dad, we can get a snowblower. What do you need a snowblower for? You got a shovel? Yeah, there it is. (laughs) Exactly. Something wrong with your hands and feet? It's unbelievable, it's man. Unbelievable. Garbage. But, uh, hope yeah. You, hope you hear that, Dad. <laughs> I know my dad's going <laughs> to listen to it. So, Dad, winter 2021, we're getting a snowblower. Anyways. Special guest in the building. This uh, young man, lifetime friend of Dale and I's, uh, he's actually the York University's starting goalie for the men's soccer team. He's worked his way up the ranks. Not a big deal. Huge beauty. Huge beauty. Almost as hairy as Dale, maybe a little bit more. I beg to differ. Um, we played with and against them in hockey. Uh, the main thing for this pod is dual sport athletes, and I've gotten that question a lot. Dual sport athlete, dual sport athlete. Like, how do you play two sports? How do you manage the time? Well, guess what? This guy played three. This no, sorry, two, two sports and had school. Yeah. Hockey and soccer. Best part about it, he's a goalie in both. For both. So he's double crazy. Goals are weird, so <laughs> he's double weird. The Welcome, Greek, the Greek god, to the podcast. Wait, fun fact: he appeared as the goaltender in a, in a dollar beer commercial. Yeah, dollar beer club. Dollar he's kind of famous, so big and famous on TikTok too. Welcome, Welcome up, to the Michael podcast, Michael Argeridis. Uh, what's up, guys? Super excited to be here. I'm glad to be on the Puckology podcast and. With my good friends Vin and Dale, super excited. So I'm ready to get this started. It's gonna be fun, man. Like Happy we to said, have you. dual sport athlete all the way through. Uh, great guy on and off the field, on and off the ice. So, one thing, yeah, I'm just gonna I'm gonna boost your confidence a little bit here. But one thing about Mike here, uh, well, I never called him Mike. I'll just call him RG. Yeah. One thing about RG here, probably one of the best guys you'll ever be a teammate with. Like in the room, on the ice. Just one of the best charisma guys you'll ever you'll ever know, and he's sitting across smiling at me because he knows I'm pumping his tires a little bit. But <laughs> it's, it's true, unfortunately, it's true, and I gotta give him that. I mean, I played with him for only one year, and that one year, like, unreal, built a foundation for our friendship, and like here we are today, four years later. I was on that team too. I just so yeah. So well, we know. I'm a defenseman. He's a goalie. So yeah, we're a lot you, got, closer. you got that love. <laughs> yeah, relationships a little different. Uh, Dale and I have that respect. He'd block shots for me when I needed. I'd save him if he needed. Yeah. He just put the puck in the net to give us some insurance. <laughs> so relationships definitely a little different. But yeah, I love for you both for yeah. sure. So obviously we mentioned before you played two sports: soccer and hockey. Currently plays soccer at York U as we mentioned before. What like how long were you playing both sports? So from age five, that's well age five four. You kind of when you start getting on skates, playing soccer, playing sports like legit. You know, playing for real. And I played that all the way up until, like, the end of high school. Basically, my grade 12 year, I finished up hockey in the winter. And uh, that was it. So, until I was probably, what is that, 17 years old when you're finishing high school? 17, yeah. yeah. So, up until 17, I played both, yeah. So That's crazy. The thing is, though, you played, like, high-tier level in both. Obviously, you played AAA. For those of you that know, it's as high as you can go in minor hockey, the level-wise. And also, soccer. I'm not familiar with the yeah, levels, so- but... 
How the how? So at the time, it would have been like the highest highest tier again, basically playing like OYSL, which is like the OPDL now for like the young kids is what it is. So kind of that level. So that would be the comparison, yeah. So both high level. That's, That's crazy. crazy. That's nuts. Did going through like you're in grade nine, you're in grade ten, you're playing both. I played both, and I stopped in grade nine. Yeah, soccer. I remember I used to play soccer yeah. when we were little. Yeah, fun fun <laughs> yeah. story. We were like what six or seven. Yeah. Yeah. Richmond Hill soccer, we were arduous goalie, obviously, and I was on the other Richmond Hill team, and it was fun. Soccer was a great time, but uh, for me, it happened in, like, grade 10, I kind of drifted away and picked hockey. Was there, like, a time for you where it kind of came to, like, okay, like, I kind of want to pick soccer more than hockey, or? So, um, fun story. Actually, I almost quit soccer at one really? point. Really? Yeah, wow. and probably, I think, grade 9 or 10. I told my parents, I'm like, you know, I just don't like soccer anymore. Like, I, I, I just didn't like the game as much. Uh, like, I want to quit. My mom, I shout out my mom, Mary. And, <laughs> uh, I know you guys shout out everyone. Here we go. Shout, shout out. out. That's yeah, my guy. Mary and Demi, my parents. Uh, they're just like, you know what, play for one more year. And then after that, you can decide. Because I would have been going into my minor midget year, I think, okay. for hockey. So, like, play it out for the summer and see how it goes. So, um, ended up playing it out. And that's when I started getting attention from, like, universities and and my game kind of started to change a bit where it's like I started growing more. I became more mature as a, a player and where soccer kind of took off in the same route that I thought hockey would. Yeah. So then my love kind of kind of came back to the sport a bit. So and that's when I just continued both. And then um, coming through hockey, I didn't really get anything out of my out of my draft year. Played midget, did well with midget. Probably could have squeezed some junior hockey if I wanted to. Yeah. Um, but, um, I had an opportunity at school to play, especially at a school like York where like we're top program in the country and had an opportunity to fight for mm, a, not a big deal, <laughs> <laughs> uh, fight for like a starting job there. So I, uh, I took that opportunity. I kind of just ran with it. So basically at the start of my grade 12 year, I knew I was going to pick soccer. So playing hockey was just kind of like a final goodbye to it. Yeah. Cause it was like my first love, you know? Yeah, wow. for sure, man. We know we know yeah. all about that. So, <laughs> yeah. We're going through it week one. Yeah. We know all about that right now. So that's that's sick, man. Honestly, like I played, I was on in grade nine and ten. I was on Oak Ridges. Like we were just yeah. playing for fun. Like all the guys at STL, we were playing on Oak Ridges, and it was honestly a drag. And I wasn't even playing that. Like I was playing AAA hockey, but I was playing soccer still, and it was it was tough, man. Yeah, it was tough. Like sure. we'd get through it, but to stick through it like that, it was, yeah. It's good. You want to talk about commitment? Like we played with you, and you rarely missed a practice for either sport. No. Like it had to be a major conflict for you to miss something, and it was like, and on top of that, you did high school. You played high school basketball, high school like it's just insane the level of commitment you have. I remember that actually, like, JV ball. Yeah, yeah, JV yeah. ball. Yeah. Remember when he kicked their ass in yeah. elementary school? Yeah, yeah. I remember that the tournament. This guy got the he had an arm sleeve in grade eight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Drain all from three. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, well, we went. Time. Remember when we went to uh, the back of that school one night? We were there for like three hours. Oh yeah. Just ripping ball like it was oh, recently, like, yeah. like last summer. summer. Yeah, yeah. Remember that time on my court? This guy went oh, up for a dunk my. on my court and just ate it. Because there was water. Yeah. The neighbor back, was washing their car. Back, yeah. <laughs> so I slipped on the ground and I ate it. His back just scraped oh, on the terrible. asphalt and I was laughing so hard. We called the, it quits then. Yeah. The, the biggest thing I remember from last summer playing ball there with everyone, we get home and Dale takes off his shoes and he's got like warts of blisters on his feet. Whoa. They weren't warts. They were blisters. <laughs> no, but they were the size of like ping pong balls. Yeah, and guess what? The next, no, not the next day. A few days later, I had fitness testing in Whippy. Oh, it was terrible. And I had these ginormous. I had I had a new layer of skin. Oh, it was gross. Like it was disgusting. And I was running the shuttle run. <laughs> I'm already bad at running as it is, and now I got blisters on my feet. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's bad. Anyways, but... as a kid, did you ever feel like you're like better or like gravitated gravitated to one sport more than the other? Um, for sure. So as a kid, I definitely gravitated to hockey, you know, being, being a Canadian kid, where yeah, we live, you know, sure. biggest hockey market in the world, yeah. you know, growing up, even like growing up against like you guys, playing you guys in elementary school sports, it was always about what hockey team you played for, you know, like seeing you guys around and, and so definitely gravitate towards hockey a little more. Um, and then again, my later years just came towards soccer and it's a growing sport now in the country, yeah. which is sweet. So some opportunity there. The... I'll go next. Yeah, go I got the next one. Go I, I got a good one. This is a good one. I got a good one. For <laughs> so, hockey and soccer, completely different sports. What uh, What's the biggest difference you think between hockey and soccer? Biggest difference. 
um, has to be adjusting to in hockey. You're, you're expected to make saves, mm-hmm. you know, you're expected outside shooting. Um, you're expected to face, you could face anywhere from 15 to 50 shots a night. Right. Mm-hmm. And in soccer, it's about kind of mentally staying in it the whole game to maybe only make one save a game that'll win you a game. Right. You know, so that's the tough part is where you're defending a big goal and, and, and you're only, you're, you may only face one, one shot. So staying tuned in the mental game is a lot more tough because you don't really get a rebound chance. Yeah. You know, in hockey, you can let in a bad goal, you tap your goalie on the pads and you know, he's got to make that next save. And, and in soccer, you don't really have that opportunity too often. So that's definitely the biggest challenge. As a sport though, that's obviously, that's obviously a good analysis as a goalie, as a sport, what do you think differs the two? Like interactions and interactions like uh, with your teammates like team oh, oh, oh. Um, so growing up a better team sport 100% hockey let me tell you as a kid everyone goes through in soccer especially they go through that like ego phase where they all think they're better than each other and yeah. I found that was less evident in hockey because it's such a team sport yeah. because in soccer when you're young I'm sorry one guy a big guy can take a ball outbody a little guy get around him and you can see that in hockey but it's a little different right so better team sport growing up being younger was for sure hockey but then as I got towards the university level I started to see that hockey like change rooms hockey atmosphere we're all loving each other all trying to hang out like we started doing that midget hockey we'd hang out on the weekend all the time and like that's what I see now in university soccer and I'm sure you see that with every university sport for sure I think when I was correct me if I'm wrong but growing up playing soccer and hockey there's just that that thing in hockey where you're like you're in the room with those guys practice games you got half an hour 45 minutes before you even go on the ice and you're like there you're practice you're in the room talking to the guys interacting with your teammates with soccer like when I was playing soccer there was some times when say we, we practice started at six guys would show up on the sidelines at like 550 lace up their cleats and go that's it yeah so I think hockey you get like that more of an interaction with your teammates and, yeah. You have more time well, with the boys. Honestly, and... my like my brother goes through it now, and even he says the biggest difference. He used to play hockey, now he, he plays soccer only. But he says the biggest difference is like that exactly that the change room. Like yeah. even in, like getting older, going to junior, like you have a room where like you can get to practice three hours before if you want, play ping pong with the boys, and like you you just have that like place where everyone can meet up and everyone just wants to like hang out a lot more. And that's what I find. I mean, I didn't. I only played health league soccer. I wasn't. I was no good at that, but obviously, but like just comparing my experiences, like hockey was like just outstanding for like team stuff. And Absolutely. And like RG said, once, once you get older and went out of that phase, like I'm sure York right now, you guys are always oh, in the room. Yeah. And that's why like our change rooms, like our safe yeah. place, like we'll go there exactly. hours. But like you say, you play ping pong for us. We have a soccer tennis court set up in our change room. Oh, so we're yeah, there, that's we're, we're there running like soccer tennis tournament, money tournaments before practice. Like <laughs> we're there for hours like you guys are now. And that's where the, you see the change of the relationship with the guys. Right. That's yeah. awesome. Well, to add in my opinion, Oh God. In my opinion, that's I'm, never a good start. Is, a hot, is it a hot take? Is it a quick hot take or what? Maybe. I don't know. I, I don't feel agree or disagree, but in my opinion, I just think the attitude with hockey players in the sport is a lot different as well. Than soccer. Oh, I can agree to that. I can agree. Yeah, to that like sure. I just think, even like being younger kids, I'm talking to even a little bit when you're older too. I just think like the whole environment, everyone's a lot more tightly knit. In in hockey, like you have a guy that's you know he's gonna lie down and block a shot for you, stuff yeah. like that. Like, and I just feel like soccer and some soccer guys, you know what I mean. Like you're obviously not one of them, but you wouldn't be here if you were. One yeah. <laughs> no. But, yeah. You know, it's just a different attitude. It's a little more selfishness, I find. In my opinion. Dale's opinion, I don't know. It's a pretty fair opinion. It's it's true. I found that, and I could say I could speak on both behalves. Yeah. And don't worry, I found hockey guys that were the same way. Don't worry, it's it. But I found it's more. You're right. It's, you see it more in soccer players. Um, just that selfishness to them. Yeah. Um, and again, I saw it in hockey guys too. It's not like it oh, hundred percent. It's in yeah, hockey. But um, I, yeah. you're you're right though. You see it a little more in the attitudes of soccer players growing up and. That might just be be because they haven't been in a team environment where you're right. They're not in the room yeah, with exactly. guys, right? Growing up, so they're like, okay, I can show up at five fifty eight for a practice that's at six, do my job and leave, yeah. and that's what it's really not about. You know, team yeah, sports exactly. aren't just about that, right? Exactly. So I had a coach. Uh, it was minor band in my first year of AAA. He would wait outside the rink, and he had he had like a saying, a motto. He's like, uh, early is on time, 
on time is late and late is unacceptable. Yep. If you were five minutes late to be an hour, an hour and a half early, you would sit the whole first period. If you're more than five minutes late, you're, you're, you're not dressing that game. And, that, and this is minor, minor ban. That's like, something that I was, I was brought up to understand too. Minor ban would be grade nine. No, grade Four, eight. Grade 13, eight. 14. Like, that's, so, that's some pretty hard so, lessons. Um, so I, I got that same message actually when I was around probably 15 years old in soccer and ours was late, you're forgotten. So wow. because that was ours, because if you're talking with the agents, if you're going to meet with like a school, if you're going to meet just someone for business, it could be in life. If you're late, they're not going to give you a second chance, right? First impressions, everything. Absolutely. So, exactly. so that I can definitely agree to that quote for sure. That's something we obviously us, all three of us were brought up with. For yeah. sure. And now that if you go back to our old pod, what we were saying, like rituals and routines and stuff. Mm-hmm. Day when I would show up to the games, like instead of two hours, we'd be there like two and a half hours early. And we just, we're just so used to it. It's like, my mom's like, what do you do there for two and a half hours before a game? Like, how, there's only so much you could do. It's just routine. Like, we were brought up that way. And it's it's better to do that instead of being, my dad has the best quote. He's always said it my whole life. He goes, I'd rather be two hours early than five minutes late. Absolutely. 100%. For sure. So, and that's kind of, he's been saying that since I was like, tight. Yeah. And absolutely, like our parents obviously brought us up, all three of us, the same way. We have the same kind of bring up in morals but a lot of it was sports hockey for myself and i'm sure you guys can agree multi-sport athlete over here but (laughs) (laughs) like sports taught me that and that's just a lesson like maybe you don't learn somewhere else right yeah and you you could take away like everything through life like day when i have meetings now and it's like Okay, seven o'clock meeting we'll show up in the parking lot at 6 45 we'll get ready we'll be in the door be prepared so we're, we're ready to go and Got a little sidetracked here. Go back to the question with Arch. But people hear that you play... So, two-part question. High school, people hear that you're playing soccer, hockey, and then you got, obviously, school work and assignments, essays, all that shit. School sports. School <laughs> sports. So, how did you manage your time in high school with all that? Also, past high school. Now you're playing on the York team, which is, I'm sure, a huge commitment. Mm-hmm. Plus you got like university level school. Plus you got a wife to take care of. Yeah, shout girlfriend. Out, shout out Ama. Yeah, shout out Archie's wife. Yeah, girlfriend, not wife. <laughs> that's just what we say. Yeah, yeah, that's what we say. Famous yeah, TikTok yeah. partners. Yeah, yeah. partner. So, crime, yeah. by the way, we'll leave Archie's TikTok in the Instagram post. <laughs> yeah. sure, make sure you give them a follow. But uh, how did you like manage your time in those in those like stressful times? Um, so high school would probably be a little more tough than now. Just because you don't have the resources that I have now being in university. So if I start with high school, um, it would be a bit of time management, but we all know we're, we're athletes when it comes to school. We kind of procrastinate and oh, just kind of yeah. kind of leave things. Uh, my parents did help me out a little bit for sure. Um, it was just about, I'm the type of guy where if I have a night off, I feel off. If you know what I'm saying. I'm the exact same way. So where the busier I was, even though I'd be exhausted, um, it was better for me. And, um, that would mean also like missing going out with my friends, missing, missing weekends out or, uh, even like family dinner. Sometimes if I, I, I'd bring my schoolwork there just to get it done. Mm-hmm. Um, even like extra curriculars, I'm playing school basketball, like after school, I have to be there. And like, I'd hate that, uh, because you know, maybe I want to go home at that point, but if it's a commitment I'm going to do and I enjoy it, um, that's what I would do. Um, so the management definitely, I had to like kind of set together a schedule of like a week. I can't, I can't not one that'll set a schedule for a month because that stuff yeah, changes no, yeah. day to day. So I'd kind of go maybe three or four days out of the week, figure out what I have to do, yeah. just get it done. And so my parents helped me with that. And then university is a lot easier, I find, because um, I, we have the resources there where now I'm taking a little less credits while we're in season. So my first semester, because our school season runs only about three months, mm-hmm. so I take less credits and. Uh, and uh, just play through that and focus on focus on the sport. Like I'll miss class. I'm sorry, it's the truth. I'll miss class. <laughs> I'll skip because I'm the type of guy where I'm a sports over uh, sports over school guy. I think so, we all we are. yeah I we all we are right. Are. So so yeah, I'll definitely miss class to just just kind of focus in on the sport because it's only going to be there for for the three months of the year. So school I can pick up in the in the second semester. So the resources there are easier definitely in university to help me out. Well, for sure, I like just. Back to what we were saying, like time management, that's definitely a skill you learn because of sports and hockey, soccer, like, and that you're going to carry that 
for the rest of your life. Like now you're in university, just that small jump from high school to university. Now you have that skill. You're obviously still working on it because you, you still play and that's great. And now you have that skill for the rest of your life where maybe okay. another guy won't. Like you're at a job and you got to do something. You know how to manage that time and get the job Absolutely. done. So you'll have you'll have that skill and it will never leave you, man. Like if like RG and like us, like we have we had that given to us and we had to learn how to do that from a very young age. And very, that's what very young. That's man. what sports do. Like sports, hockey, soccer, whatever you play, basketball, badminton, whatever you play. <laughs> it get, it's gonna teach you how to manage your time properly. And if you can do it, Look where it could bring you. Yeah. So if you if you learn how to do that properly, you're set for life, and you don't need to pick a sport at a young age. <laughs> that is the biggest thing. That it's honestly kind of a pet peeve for me when people say, "I know it is for you. I'm sure yeah. it is for oh, you." Yeah. But when when a parent asks me and goes, "Listen, my son is playing hockey in the winter and loves hockey, loves it, practicing in the basement, all stick handling all the time." Does he play another sport? Or should I take him out of soccer or baseball to do hockey all year round? And I, I want to tell them, you don't have to do that. Like, if we go back to our last pod, like, I know you, Deo, did hockey all year round. But I took my month off. Yeah. I'm not sure what you did so in that time. Going back to soccer. Yeah, but I don't know if he was on the ice. Yeah. Um, even going back to that last pod with Deo saying, like, yeah, he took hockey all year round. But... Look at what he did in school, though. Like, he was still playing school volleyball. Yeah. Still played every school sport that he could because, like, I agree. I don't think you should specialize, especially at a young age. And I'm not saying to specialize, I mean, to play both sports all the way till grade 12 yeah. because that's hard. And honestly, if I'm looking back, maybe I would have specialized a little earlier so I can be a little step ahead of where I'm at now. Mm-hmm. But um, even if you really love hockey, that's your main sport, who cares? Take a month or two just off to uh, to just, whether it's play volleyball, play play pick up basketball three times a week you know play in a men's league whatever it is just so because the better athlete you are it's going to help you in your game Absolutely. and that and that's that's what, a big thing uh, what age did you start to feel like were you being pressured like to pick a sport like by coaches fan like anything like that like how young were you so i really felt the pressure probably in grade 11 grade 11 grade 10 um just because that's where you're getting into your Bantam year, your yeah. minor midget year. Big years for hockey. Um, so yeah, massive years for hockey. But I I got truly blessed with my coaches allowing me to do both. But and I, I let it I let them know that when it's hockey season, it's going to be hockey season. Where if yeah. I have to miss a soccer practice <laughs> or a game, it's going to happen. And um, if it was hockey season, I'm missing I'm missing soccer practice, right? So did you ever have anyone that like, kind of made you pick at a younger age? Say no, I like. You got you to gotta focus on this. You got to focus on You know what? No. Vice versa. I you actually didn't. And I, know, I hear about that and I'm, that's bullshit. I know like, now it, nowadays, even your brother, I remember you told me yeah. that. He, like, he, how old would you have been at the 11. time? 11. Yeah, 11 10, at 11. the time. I and remember. He's got coaches telling him you can't play hockey or you can't play soccer. You I think I feel like that's too young. I feel like RG Way going all the way to grade 12, that's, he's kinda, a, that's crazy. He's a phenomenal example of that, how it's possible. 100%. There's a level commitment sitting across from us. That's extraordinary, but... You know what I mean? Like it's very possible, but I, at the age of nine, ten, eleven, like you can do both. And um, a professional goalkeeper I know actually, and we we chat on Instagram. He uh, he plays for Toronto FC too. Actually, his name's Eric. He uh, he posts all about not specializing at a young age. He posts about being a well-rounded athlete and how it's gonna help you in in the sport that you choose to specialize in. Absolutely. Yeah, so for sure, it's not just us guys sitting here talking about yeah, it. It's, it's it's what athletes know. Like we even look at, for example, Michael Jordan. Yeah. Could play baseball. Yeah. Look at that. Like look at all the athletes that you can come can come through that that pathway, right? Of playing two sports, two or three. Russell Bo Wilson. Jackson. Russell Bo Jackson. Wilson. There you go. Yeah. Draft those guys, right? Draft so, the MLB. Now, obviously, you're at York. We mentioned before what like what brought you there. How like obviously scouting and all that, but like I'm sure you had a ton of other options. What? Um, believe skill it, guy. <laughs> um, believe it or not, I didn't have too many other options. Really? Um, which is yeah, surprising. <laughs> Um, I was playing, I was playing at Vaughn for Vaughn soccer club where I made my, that was my first other club I played for other than Richmond Hill. Spent 13 years there. Ooh, um, Richmond Hill alum. Right yeah. There. Yeah. So Richmond uh, Hill Raiders alum. Yeah. Um, and then Vaughn kind of paved a way where they have a good connection with uh, York. A lot of their coaching staff's the same at Vaughn. And so I had an opportunity to explore some options in the U S 
But what I didn't see happening was me getting a starting job right out of high school. So I saw York as a program that just won a national championship at the time. And um, they're like, going in there, I knew there was two fifth-year goalkeepers there at the time. But I saw what they were producing and how and how I could fit there. And right away I got there and I did well and I ended up getting a starting job two, three games into the season. And so that's what really attracted me is that the fact that I can put myself in a place to excel and which is what a lot of athletes need to do, right? They don't need to just jump to a, a place where, oh, I'm going to go play for the best team in the league, but I won't, I won't see the ice, you know? Yeah, oh, for sure. So, and you guys have seen that growing up. Everybody's oh, done it. So. We get questions a lot about that too. Like, where should I send my kid? Definitely. The biggest question we see, flipping that to hockey, the biggest question I get asked is, my son's playing double A right now. He's a good player in double-A. Gets a lot of points. Power does, play, does PK, his thing. gets his eyes, right? There's a triple-A offer, but he's going to play third-line minutes and not get, a, not get a good role on the team. What I tell them is, look, you got to kind of weigh out your options and think what's best for your kid's development. If your kid's at the double-A level and he's just scoring three, four goals a game and doing whatever he wants, floating around, it's not good for his development. Bad habits. Right? Bad habits. He develops everything. So if he has the opportunity to go play at AAA level and he's going to play on that third line minutes, that's going to teach him to work for to get to the first line minutes, power play time, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's what I was just There's a certain point where it's like, yeah, you want your kid to play a lot or the kid wants to play a lot and get all that, that ice, but you got to learn how to work for exactly. something, right? Like you got to make that jump and challenge yourself and work for that and, top spot right? and that's exactly it is uh especially if you're making let's say you're making that jump from double a to triple a now all of a sudden you're not playing against you're not playing with a couple double a guys that could play triple a mm-hmm. a few on your team now you're playing with all triple a level players you're playing against triple a level players so your development just from that just even watching the game at that level from being on the bench being yeah jumping on the ice for that third line minutes you're still going to learn and develop because you're putting yourself into a, a tougher situation right mm-hmm. So everything will just come come to you. You gotta actually work, and sure. you'll learn everything. Absolutely. So I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't know how soccer works, like <laughs> the whole levels and tiers and New York. And okay. I honestly, obviously, know York is unreal. But how does like because they're goalie? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the, like what's next for soccer after New York? Like what like what does the future hold? I guess is question um, is the question. Hopefully sooner rather than later, my future. Uh, can lead to a professional opportunity. And so soccer world's massive. Um, hockey in the so- and compared to the soccer world, hockey is growing to like a more international sport now, but soccer's always been that. And now that it's growing here in Canada, creates a really big pathway, especially for university um, athletes coming out of Canadian universities. So the pathway is there's this new Canadian league called the CPL. So coming out of university, they do, they do a draft. It's only like 14 players. Yeah. Um, but you still have opportunities to go and train with these teams and get in contact I with them. That, yeah. So they just they just announced the eighth, the eighth team in the league that's in Ottawa. So uh, the league's growing. They just partnered with uh, Atletico Madrid, actually. Really? So that Ottawa team is now owned right. by a sp- high Spanish team, you know? Yeah. So it's always what? Barcelona, Real Madrid, and Atletico Madrid. Those are the good teams. Yeah, right? come out of that league. Yeah, so I, know that's I don't know anything about yeah. soccer. Yeah. I play. You don't play FIFA. Yeah, <laughs> I don't play FIFA. No. How many packs I open there? <laughs> I'm a 2K guy. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> oh, there you go. So yeah, hopefully, hopefully, if I keep on track, keep working, develop my game a little more, it'll it'll lead to a couple pro opportunities. And I've had some looks. I got my European passport. So that's that was my next. Like, do you wanna? Would you rather go overseas? Um, like, what do you what do you wanna do? Especially as being a goalkeeper in soccer, you develop a lot later. Like you see goalkeepers playing till forty, whatever, forty two, whatever. How old Peter Trek? I, that I was just no, he's, he's retired that. now. He's actually a he's got the helmet, goalie. man. Oh no, yeah, I actually yeah. saw that on Instagram. Yeah, but he was a, he was in a wheelchair in that sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, playing soccer, him like that. But yeah, he, he, he got the helmet on. Well, look at Buffon right now, right? Uh, what's he? Gigi. Oh, Gigi. He's pretty old now. No, but that new guy in Italy, Donnarumma. Yeah, he's our age. He's insane. He's alright. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's insane. I actually knew that. FIFA. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I know the Italian. Wow, man. I know everything is one I know soccer. Um. Sorry. What was the question? I what, you, what, did, what did you want to do? What do you want to do? Oh, uh, become a professional. Um. It's it's at this point. It's not really about school's there. I'm gonna try and get my degree as I finish playing my last two years here at school. But um, definitely to become a professional athlete, become a professional soccer player. It's it's hopefully 
in my storybook for now. You know, it, it it's I'm on the path for it, so hopefully that'll play out. Well, fuck. Good luck, <laughs> man. I hope so. Yeah, I hope for sure. Works, so. I know, man. I got full uh, confidence in this I think guy. it will. We're going to see Argentfc yeah. kick him out. <laughs> I know that guy. I know his beard. <laughs> yeah, his beard. yeah, yeah, yeah. I got the better beard, though. No, yeah, not yeah. a chance. Yeah. Your little ginger beard on your chin. Come on. Why'd you gotta announce that to everyone? <laughs> no chance. It's like a dark red, okay? RG's, RG's had this beard for as long as I've known him, I think. You gotta see him without a beard. Rufus. Rufus. No, Rufus <laughs> from Kim Possible. Yeah, that's that's RG without a beard. <laughs> Rufus from Kim Possible. A naked mole rat. <laughs> uh, so, quick, quick. This is gonna be like, you gotta think of it quick, okay? <laughs> Put you on the spot a little bit, but favorite memory from each sport growing up? Or if you got a story about hockey or something. Stop looking at me, man. I know what stories. He's we all know what like, stories like, coming. I Tell the world. It. I hate that he's looking at me. Tell the world the story. <laughs> all right. All right. You got to listen carefully here because this is a good one. Okay. One of my better moments in my hockey career, I'll tell this story because uh, the guy sitting across from me with that beautiful beard, he says, <laughs> um, and this is where our relationship kind of kicked off, I would like to say. No. Fair, yeah. You can say that. For sure. Um, so we're in the toilet bowls. You know, our teams <laughs> didn't do so well in the year. The play downs, not yeah. the, the fake playoffs. The fake playoffs. So so we're there. This is a minor midget, right? Yeah, that's minor midget. Um, draft year. So. Draft year. So always got to play. Never know who's watching, especially those toilet bowl games, you know, play downs. So we're there. Um, we had just tied you guys in the game before. Is that what happened? So we had yeah, to play so, game six. So it was, like, it was a best of five series. So we both, or it was... Best of five series, first to six points. Yeah. And we both had five points each at the end of five games. So, right. like, we had to play a game six. Gotcha. So, uh, so I'm in net. I'm playing for Markham at the time. He's on the Yotes. So, <laughs> uh, we're up 3-2 in the third. Uh, comes down to about, like, a minute and a half left. I think we were down. Were, were we down a man? Or or you guys just pulled your I think we, we pulled the goal. Okay, yeah. so they got a guy up on us. They got six men on the ice. We got five. Clock's ticking down. I just yeah. want to make a point. Of course, I was on the ice. Yeah. I, right. Just let him tell the story. I <laughs> love this story. I love it. Um, one, of the, one of their guys comes in. It's basically that they somehow found a two-on-one or like it was a three-on-two in front of the net. Guy shoots it. I make a save. Rebound pops out to Dale on my left side. Full at open net. There's 30 seconds left. Dale shoots it first time off my rebound. I dive across the net, make the save. Oh, and just flash the leather. Like, just, it, was a, it was so embarrassing. Just made the it save. It was so embarrassing. Looked at Dale, knew he was upset, saw it, <laughs> won the game, shook hands after, and then the next season, literally a month later, we're practicing we're together and we're like best of buds. So yeah, and at that point, we like we always knew of each other, but we weren't like super close or anything like that. We went to like high schools in the same area, and then after that happened, it was like we became like inseparable, just like brothers. But I just want to make a point. Here Unfortunately we go. for me, the reason. I didn't get drafted. It was sitting right across from me. No. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Excuses. So is that your favorite memory right there? I'll say that. You Come know, on, man. Really? It, you got to do me like that. Favorite. Do him like that. Don't tell him no, the story. No, yeah. You know, we'll, we'll go with that. I, they're putting me on the spot. So we'll leave it at that one for hockey just because. I had a bet. I had a bet with Vinny. That was going to be the story. That was going to be the story. And before we even started recording. I brought it up. RG brought it up. And I was like, I'll just slip that 20 bucks in my pocket. Yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> um, what about soccer? Soccer, soccer have had quite a few more memories now that I've played it out of being out of school, being out of hockey. Yeah. Um, so I'll say one of my greatest moments, greatest like feeling moments would have been, so I played for Team Ontario for one year, literally one summer. We're at the, at the Canada Games, which is like the Canadian Olympics. So uh, we're all there with all, all the other provinces. We're in Winnipeg. So we're in the quarterfinal, we're playing against Nova Scotia, and we ended up drawing 1-1. I've played an amazing game, we're 1-1, we ended up going to PKs. Tune to play back there, you had a goal. Right? <laughs> yeah, 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 that's it. <laughs> uh, so we end up going to PKs, and uh, I end up stopping two penalty kicks in that shootout, and we end up winning, and uh, and at that moment there, we like... Somehow there's a lot of fans there. Everyone was chirping us because we're like the bigger, bigger province, you know. So they had a fan base there from Nova Scotia, and and uh, we ended up winning, and we ended up going on to win actually the national championship there. So Maddie's. Uh, so uh, yeah, I remember seeing those on Yeah, that was sick. Gold medal at the Canada game. So I'll say that penalty shootout was one of my uh, definitely top moments for soccer. That's on top of my head for sure. I, I remember seeing those pictures on Instagram, man. 
That was sick. Yeah, it was cool. It was really cool. <laughs> it was cool. Packed feeling. Can't, can't say I have the same feeling. So. <laughs> no, definitely not. I never won nothing. <laughs> <laughs> what sport is better? This is the bomb. Oh. Drop the bomb. <laughs> you got to pick bomb. one. Quick. Five, four, four. three, two. Soccer. Oh, oh, all right. See you. Pod's over. Brutal. See you later. Yeah. <laughs> What do you mean? You're going to call a soccer guy now on the pod? He's going to say hockey because it's a hockey podcast? That can't happen. Come on. Come on, dude. Think I, about all the good times. We knew that was going to happen. I knew, yeah. This guy's going to say hockey. He plays soccer. All the York, all the York skills. Oh, I'd be over. Listen to the pod. I might get released if I, yeah. if I say hockey Imagine. there, yeah. Imagine. No, but I, we figured that. And honestly, man, like, hockey and soccer, both great sports. I played both. I've RG obviously played both. Mm-hmm. Dale played. played both. Dale, Dale I was about to say it. Relax. Dale played both. <laughs> played Halsey. I was actually asked to be a rep goalie. I said no. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine I'm Dale and soccer? Dale little, the big bear. Yeah, just didn't that? Because I was a little meatball when I was a kid. So. <laughs> like, actually, man, I remember this. I have like a vivid memory of me drop kicking the ball from my net and almost going into the other net. That's how good I was back then. Was it six v six field though? Or like a th- yeah, it was like the like you know the the tiny ones. Yeah, they made the field like they broke it down like three, and they made a school like horizontally. Oh, across the uh, yeah, yeah. Terrible, <laughs> 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 man. Good job, man. Good yeah, job. we appreciate Thanks, that. Man. We appreciate, appreciate that. that. But like, going back, hockey and soccer, both great sports. And honestly, man, like soccer helped me so much in hockey. Like the cardio you get in soccer is unbelievable and it translates to hockey and it's for oh yeah that's for sure if there's if there's one point you got from this it's play both as long as you can um there's there's a timeline i guess to pick a sport here and there but it's not 10 years old or 11 years old yeah that's you get a coach that tells you that that's that's not right. That's wrong. And I'm sorry, your draft year's not in your ten year old uh your yeah, age yeah. range. You're not playing pro soccer at the age of ten, so Yeah, it's about having fun. Yeah. Play both it. as long as you can. If you have that opportunity, play both look play till grade twelve, enjoyed hockey. I'm assuming you enjoyed hockey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. Definitely didn't stop Archie here from from having some success, right? So just take him as a as a mentor here. That's it, yeah, and I enjoy both and the, the friendships I made through both hockey and soccer have been insane. Like, look, look right here right now, you know, yeah, exactly. and we're not just guys where they just, they didn't just call me up for this podcast. I was literally with them on the weekend. Like oh, yeah. we chat all the time. Um, our relationship is amazing. And, and that's like kind of the brotherhood that you get from, especially at an early stage of hockey, Absolutely. you really develop that. And you always talk about that, the friendships you've had from, from your past teams and whatever. And that's what I've kind of had to stick a little more from growing up is, is the hockey relationships mm-hmm. have kind of been there a little more. Yeah. Well, since you just shot my confidence right right to the ground <laughs> with that story, I would love to know why or any information you'd like to share about us, myself, more. <laughs> just to pump the other bit. I actually was going to, for real. Uh, just if you could share anything about what makes our program and Puckology that much better, you know what I mean? Like as a... Different voice. Yeah. So let's start with their personalities. Okay, we'll go. We'll go with uh, we'll go with Dale's first. So, being being a guy around Dale, especially in a hockey hockey setting, he's a guy that's gonna push you to be just as good as he is, or even better. Um, especially I've seen him have his freakouts in the room, just not even like breakdowns, but to fire everyone up. You know where he's 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 boosting everyone up around you, and and I'm sure he has that same way in his coaching style. Where if you're not getting it, he's gonna motivate you and push you to your extreme limit to make sure you get it. And uh, Dale's a guy that for me, I I've seen him almost die on ices uh, on the ice. <laughs> sorry, uh, pucks to his neck, pucks to his face. I've seen it happen. Okay, and I'm sure that translates into your puckology program. Like they're gonna be on the ice to make you better. They're gonna be on the ice to do whatever it takes for you to succeed as an athlete and and their personalities as a whole are just amazing they'll like call him one of my best friends same with vin we chat every day um so that's what i'll say about dale definitely thanks brother definitely yeah <laughs> that makes me feel a little, better. A little better yeah and then uh and then with Vinny, vinny has got a little more finesse than dale does i'll tell you that <laughs> that's for sure yes you know? yes so, you know and and you're right you said it before dale you're a bit more of a meat and potatoes type of guy yeah exactly. so yeah vin's got a little more finesse and, and that's where you see in his personality too he's got a little more flair than dale um but that doesn't take away from how great of a guy he is and in the room he's kind of the guy that'll lead by example 
he wasn't a guy really to, to get out there and block shots or, or hit somebody big. That wasn't really his thing. Oh. Um, but he was a guy to pick up a puck from the corner and dangle a guy, come out and score or score a big goal in a moment needed. And and again, that'll come out in your in your coaching strategies where you'll show them how to get out of the corner, how to get out of sticky situations and doing the simple things right at a consistent rate. And that's what I've seen in both your two's game is that everything, every little thing you guys did, it was with purpose and... And it was simple. You were never trying to do too much, Dale. You were never trying to dangle a guy being last guy with the puck. Vin, if you had to get the puck deep, you still would. If you knew you could take a guy on, you would, 100%. But you'd never do it if you're last man. You know, it was just it's just simple things like that. And so you definitely could see that in your coaching strategies for sure. Thanks, man. There it is. That's, that's nice. Oh, I, feel that's nice. nice. That's that's nice. Oh, I feel like giving God. you a hug right mm, now. Dude, I won't be able to leave this mind. room after my head's so big. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> now that I'm all confident, let's get into some uh, NHL Leaf stock here. I like him now. They're rolling. They're rolling. Yeah. Three in a row. Three games. Three games. You call that rolling. I don't know what that, but... Okay, well, listen, listen. Three in a row. They're on the West Coast right now. 10.30 puck drop tonight, by the way. They did separate themselves a little from Florida. Yeah. Which well, I am a little happy Wait, hold about. on. Hold on before we get there. Three game road. Three game in the West. <laughs> they're going to come... Okay, but the they're West... Gonna, no, listen, The listen, West Coast let me trip finish. isn't what it used to be. Let me, that's what I was just about to say. It's not the same. So they're going to come out with six points. And they're gonna have a six-game win streak coming back home. Are you sure? Are you positive? Yeah. Well, if they shit so. the bed, like well, they always uh, do. Here, here's some fun facts. Uh, <laughs> first of all, they're four and zero against California teams this year. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, is true. that true? Wow. Is That's that true. true. This guy yeah. did his research. Yeah, my research. Um, but Martin Jones has a record of seven two and one against the Leafs. And this is goes back to, I think Martin this goes back thinks. to my point. Really? Every time I watch a Leafs game, they do like analysis on players before the game. Like, you see, they're playing the Caps. Ovi's got, like, 40 points in five games against the Leafs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I, I swear, every time. Every time. Okay, but if we go to our last pod, you... Okay, every pod, actually. Dale's just ripping on the Leafs and how not they're a soft. Fan. Not a Nylander fan at all, which is fine. We're not going to get into it. Don't worry. But <laughs> the Leafs are soft. They're soft, which I agreed with. Kasperi Kapanen is not playing soft. I agree. And he's playing unreal. Couple tilts. I like it. Yeah. Couple tilts. Couple goals. He's been doing his job. Dude, he's got eight points in three games. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? Like, it dirty. Well, part of me feels like he's been listening to me a little bit. Yeah. Doesn't he's want to be in the same category as Nylander. So, he's been stepping up and really performing a little he's more at a, playing at a professional right. pace, like he's paid to do, you know? He's playing unreal. Another guy playing unreal, Zach Hyman. Like, guy started off with an injury and. Missed, like, what, two month, first two months of the season? Yeah. Well, and I, I got to say, Zach Hyman, he's another player, like we talked about, Justin Hall being different. Yeah. Zach Hyman is a different player for the Leafs. He just does everything right. Everything he does. He, what we call him? Empty net assassin. That's what we call him. <laughs> I like he's got, that. He's got like 22 that. goals. Probably half of them are empty nets, but he deserved every, every single uh, one of them. Check that. He's got 21 goals, actually. Sorry, stat. What is it called? Statistician? Statistician over here? I just get it right. Know your facts. Okay. Yeah, know your shit. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he's got. He's got. I think it was like. He's tied uh, right now for like leave history after Nichols. He's tied right now. He needs yeah. one more to break the record. <laughs> well, but like. But going back like, to your. It's not like they're like given to him on a silver platter. Like the last one. He's working. Last for game. Him. He bl- shot, blocked that shot. Goes down the other way. Buries it, right? So. He's working for his goals, and his career high is 21. He's sitting at 21 right now, and he missed the first two months of the season. He's playing well. Matthews, Marner, Hyman, great. Cooking. 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 Cooking it up. Another guy cooking it up with the Leafs. He stinks. He's terrible. People are DM When he scored this goal, people are DMing me, look, your boy scored. Your boy scored. I I cannot see Marty Marinson scored a goal. Congratulations. You still stink. No matter what. <laughs> RG, you're 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 in that leaf net. What do you like? What's your reaction when you have Marty? What fifty two? Number fifty two in front of you, um, playing that one on one. You just know what's well, up in the back of your net or what? Well, you know what? If I'm Freddie Anderson, I've already expected about thirty breakaways in a game. So <laughs> so I just know this will turn into another one at this point. Um, yeah, he's, he's hasn't God, been the best. He is brutal. I remember I was oh, out for dinner. Brutal. Vinny sent me a clip of the Leaf game. And <laughs> that was so bad. <laughs> set up on a tee for a one-timer. Marty Marincic goes to swing at it and just whips. misses. Whiffs the entire whiffs. How oh. is this guy? Like, he's he's re-signed. 
His last goal. Is he resigned? He's resigned. One more year. One year. Oh, seven hundred thousand. No, I didn't know that. But his last goal was just as, this is how bad of a hockey player he is. His last goal was March eighteenth of last year, before this uh, game winner against uh, <laughs> GWG. GWG. Holy smokes! So before it was March eighteenth of last year. A calendar year, he's played twenty three games. <laughs> Wait, are you serious? I swear to God, in my life. He stinks. He stinks. <laughs> say, he, it. say it. I want to hear it. If, if you stink, stink, you stink. stink. And he stinks. So, I don't care that he scored. Good for you. One a year. One every calendar year, I guess. He stinks. They got to get healthy. They got to ship him to anywhere else besides Toronto. But, sorry. That's a little rant on Martin Brinson. <laughs> I want to know, when this, when's timing up for contract? Uh, oh, that's a good question. Couple years right now, he's getting paid. He wants to get paid. paid. Like you know, you got obviously again. You got these three, four players tied up in forty million dollars. You got to find room for a guy like that because he's deserving of his money. I know some people might not like him, but he's exactly what the Leafs need. You got a guy like that to go get the puck for Matthews and Marner, and he buries the puck too. Right, he finds a way, and yeah, I love a player like that. He's a perfect match for Marner Matthews. He gets in the puck. He's in front of the net. He get he. I'd say good. I'd say more Matthews and Marner because Marner does do a bit of the dirty work too at times. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's a good point. Um, Except but... when he's tying his skate on the power play. <laughs> that was funny. That was <laughs> funny. Um, but um, definitely to help out Matthews, he doesn't really get too gritty yet. When when he does, he ends up scoring for such a big body. Game. Yeah, I would, would think, think so. Right? And my dad's least favorite hockey player is Austin Matthews. Really, really, yes, because of that sole reason. Is he reminds he reminds my father of a glorified Phil Kessel. Really, really, that's what he finds awesome. Wow, as. I don't agree. Of course, I don't either. <laughs> I don't either. But okay, but did you see who was it against? By the way, Hyman's contract's up next year. He's getting paid two point two five right now. After next year, so, so he's, he's got, paid. He's got one more year. You don't find twenty goal scorers that get paid two point two point two five. He's got next year. Under under contract, but to go back to Matthews, who were they playing when Matthews dumped a puck in? Who was that against? That was, that was Florida. No, Tampa, Florida. No, Tampa. 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 Dumps a puck in. Was it Tampa? Yeah, it was Tampa. Dumps a puck in. Whatever. Bodies a guy. Hyman's in front of the net, making I don't even know, making a mess in making front of the mess. net. Minestrone soup in front of the net. Minestrone in front of the net, and uh, pass back to Matthews an empty net. But that's just kind of what the forecheck brought to him. So like. I think if he keeps doing that, he keeps playing the way he is. He's hitting fifty. It was Florida. His uh, it was Florida. My dad's opinion has changed Florida. under Sheldon Keefe of uh, Matthews because I, under Babcock he was doing nothing. Nothing. He was doing nothing. nothing. He he just be that skilled guy that would just kind of sit there. And I think uh, Keefe's kind of put in a, a new program that he's got to do a bit more dirty work. So my dad's kind of turning, but still does not like Matthews too much. So really? Yeah, I got him even a, a Matthews t shirt for uh <laughs> for his birthday just to just to bug him a bit. So I actually I actually don't run into many people that don't, that like, don't Matthews. like Matthews, I know. That's crazy. That's kinda weird man. But hey yeah. Everyone's entitled to their own opinion. Yep. Does he like Nylander? No. Thank God. No. I don't think anybody likes Nylander. I love Nylander. He's terrible. He's not terrible. RG, please. Tell Mr. Argeritas. Uh, I love him to death, but I don't agree with his Matthews. Uh, uh, Matthews, I have mixed feelings for. I mean, sorry, Nylander, I got mixed feelings for. Come on. Um, See, at least he's mixed. I like that, RG. He stinks. He doesn't no, stink. No, he does not stink. He is a good hockey player when he wants to be, I find. Especially when he didn't like didn't do anything, la- uh, was it last year or two years ago? When he was in Sweden for a bit, didn't have a contract. Was, last it, last year. was it last year? Yeah, and then he comes in and did nothing for the rest of the year. So I think that's I think that's still in Dale's brain a bit. I think so because he is a good hockey player and definitely an asset to the Leafs for sure. Well, I was listen- I think he's an asset to trade. That's what I think. I was listening to Matthews on Spin Chicklets. He was on Spin Chicklets last week, and he said Nylander came back from that the time he sat out without no contract. He came back absolutely shredded, really shredded, like ripped, like ripped, really. So. He's so why wasn't like he's good? not lazy off the ice. Well, I'm like you look at his Instagram and he's like a diva with his yeah, like, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, but I hate it. I hate it. I he hate is it. he's I don't know, man. <laughs> Thirty goals. Thirty goals. I saw I saw if Matt, when Matt William says, Nylander, more like William Steel Lander. What? What? I don't get it. Because like the contract, they're saying he was a steal for seven million or eight million. Six right? and a half. 
Get away. Whatever. He stinks. I wouldn't, pay <laughs> he a, stink. I wouldn't pay a dime for a player like that. Oh, okay. Here we go. Anyway, to the Leafs. Like we said, they're on a three-game heater right now. Hopefully, they have a good West Coast trip. Five points up on Florida. Same amount of games played. I think if the, if the Leafs can get four or five points out of the six on the West Coast, I think then we start looking at the Boston-Tampa, Boston or Tampa first-round matchup. I agree, but unfortunately for them, after the uh, West Coast trip, they have a pretty tough schedule. Did you see Florida's schedule? Next games, they got Boston, Tampa, and St. Louis. Well, the Leafs have Tampa twice, three times. They just beat Tampa. They could do it again. Yeah, yeah. the Leafs do decent against Tampa. You they know, play like, well. From what it seems, you know. And Tampa, Steven Stamkos out six weeks, six to eight weeks. Oh, just yeah, had surgery. True. Yeah, it just happened. Yeah, just had just had surgery. So he's out for the first round of the playoffs. So if we meet Tampa in the first round, you know what? I just I I don't want to meet the Bruins. That's if for we sure. end up no. playing Boston and <laughs> no. lose again, I'll never be. A Le- I can't be a Leafs fan. I agree. Come on. What pick you want to go? What team you want? I'm thinking Vegas. Vegas. No. Okay. No. Then no. We can fly down there. Go for a couple of games. We're both. We're both turned 21. Yeah, so have we, fun. Have fun in Canada, but we're going to you know what? Vegas. Disgust me that you just said that. I can't believe you guys said that. Maybe Seattle, new team. You want to just jump <laughs> yeah, ship because they haven't even played in the league. I hope Martin Rinson ends up in Seattle. He won't. I hope he does. I hope just go he play won't. in Seattle and do whatever you gotta do. Well, expansion draft, he might. You they're know. not gonna, if they protect Martin Rinson. I'm literally yeah. They're not going to protect him, so why not? Yeah, they could. He's staying in Toronto just to ruin our lives a little more, so they can get beat up by Boston in the first round. Me and RG become Vegas fans <laughs> yep. or Seattle fans, and that's it. If you guys don't ship, I'm, I'll be very disappointed. Blue and white. See you later. Bleed blue and white. No. Mm, yeah, we've tried to. <laughs> we've bled a lot of blue and white tears. Let me tell oh you. Oh my god. Hey, you remember last year? I think they won game one, and we were in, we went driving in your cart with our in our Leaf jerseys. Oh yeah. Screaming out the window. Dude, I got out at a red light and started waving. Yeah. The flag. Oh my god, what a time. We were driving around. I get out of the cart. Too bad they lost in seven. Again. I was in Again. I was in Cuba yeah. when they lost. We were like trying to stream the game and it was insane. You know Cuba, like yeah. it was a terrible reception. We ended up getting it. And then they lost game seven and me and Zio Ange went to bed. <laughs> at like ten o'clock. Actually blue and white, spring hockey, puckology. Yeah. Jersey's big, coming. Big news for the puckology boys. We got uh, the order for the jerseys, pantshells, hats. Coming in ten days. Coming in ten days. You'll see it on our Instagram. Bleed blue. It's the only blue I'll be bleeding. <laughs> Officially ordered today, so that should be back uh, in 10 days, they said. March 13th, hopefully. Yeah. And uh, get the boys rolling in spring hockey. Super excited. Anyways, you know, we just want to thank Mr. Michael Arjuritas for coming on the pod today. And great input, great person. Just want to. Give you a big thanks, man. Oh, thank you guys. It's been a pleasure, for real. And uh, I love what you guys are doing here, giving some information to the younger generation, the next generation to come, and also parents. They could definitely get a lot out of this, for sure, learning about the real process of the game. So it's been an honor to be here. So thank you, boys. Thanks for coming, man. Motivational quote of the week, number six, episode six. Hit us with it. Hard work doesn't always end in success, but it will never end in regret. Moneyball, Brad Pitt, and just a little bit on that quote, I want to get into it a little more. Put your best foot forward and don't be afraid to reach your goal. Take that chance, make that jump. That's what we're doing here with our new business, Puckology, and we've had a great time so far and we're loving every bit of it. Sometimes, man, you just got to plug your nose and jump in the deep end. Hope for the best. Wow. Wise words, Vinny Bonnie. You know, this is my my segment here, right? Yeah, but you know, sometimes I'm a little motivational here and there. That's it for this week. We'll see you next Tuesday. Take it easy.